Hi, everyone. Hi. And welcome once again to another edition of Superman's Other Pals, a podcast where I, Gary Rowland, discuss the Silver Age comic book, Superman's Pal Jimmy Olsen, with my daughter, Ella Plum Rowland. And together, we go through the issue, we break down the stories for you, the listener. Yep. Uh, so how are you this day? All right. right. Is everything okay? Yeah. Back to school. Blech. Starting to dig, dig out from our uh, from our move. Our house is starting to resemble normalcy. Right. So we're finding a lot of things that we didn't know we had. Right. Or that we forgot that we had. It's always interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of photos. Yes. And not, you know, of course, not digital photos, like photo photos. Yep. Because you know, there was a time. I, I am aware. I am fully aware, Dad. Yeah. Um, and you know, now we live two doors down from a major supermarket chain. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but like there's this like patch of grass on the side of the pavilions. Yeah. And people leave weird stuff there all the time. Oh, what? You mean the garbage bag of plastic toy babies? <laughs> that was creepy. Gabe was like, we are going to throw iron and salt at the babies. Just to make sure that they're not possessed. I took a picture. Of course you did. I did. And I had a friend who stole one of the babies, and I was like, why the hell are you stealing these babies? And I, They could I, be possessed. I think like, I actually might start like a, an Instagram. For what has been found on no, that no. patch of grass tag, outside the pavilion. Just like a hashtag. I think I'm going to go, the, the hashtag is abandoned at pavilions, and it's just going to have pictures of stuff. All right. I've started to think about hashtags to have. Also, I call bingo, just to let everybody know. I don't think you need to know. And I find that people have really neat setups. Like, like they, like, set up their thing really neat. Yes. And uh, I've been starting to take pictures of that. Mm-hmm. But somehow I feel as though we have gotten off track. We haven't even started off track. This is the trend for us. We just, like, we start... And then we go off track for five minutes. But isn't that really... I and think then that's, we come back. That's really what podcasting is all about. What, getting off track? Absolutely. No. <laughs> that's the thing about podcasts. Podcasts, they get off track all the time. Yeah, but that's not what they're about. What they're about is the topic. Unless it's just a podcast of two people talking at each other and having a conversation and getting recorded. Why would there anyone are listen to that, to that podcast of people just talking to each other? No, I mean, like, most of the podcasts that I listen to, like, have a purpose. Yeah, actually, a lot of the podcasts I listen to don't have a purpose. It's just two white guys talking. Most of the podcasts I listen to are, like, informative in some way or another. Right. Or, like, a story podcast. Right. Like, those are fine. Right. And those don't get off track very much. Right. So, we will start, as we always start. This is issue number 25. 35. I'm sorry. This is issue number 35 of Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, and it starts Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. And uh, there's an inset panel that says, a great friendship is bro broken when Jimmy Olsen becomes Superman's enemy. And Lois Lane is... Trying to be the arbitrator. In the background. And is that she, the word? Arbitrator? Mediator. I guess. Uh, the, well, like... Mediator. So, like, there's the, apparently the difference between mediator and arbitrator is mediator like they're really sort of encouraging the people to to the the parties who are at yes. odds to get together and like deal with each other themselves as opposed to arbitration which is more making the decision for them correct so this is mediating right so she's trying to mediate their uh, 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 uh 
And she says, Jimmy, make up with Superman. Tell him you're sorry for the trouble you've caused, and he'll forgive and forget. And Jimmy is uh, beating a picture of Superman, Superman with his nameplate. Uh, with his nameplate, just so that you know that it is, in fact, Jimmy Olsen. He says, I'll never apologize to Superman. I hate him, and I'm going to destroy every souvenir he ever gave me. And standing there. And they're doing the, su- the like, pouty, like, I don't like you right. face. And Superman is just standing there, back to Jimmy, his arms folded, looking indignant. For two people who s- seem to hate each other at the moment, they're standing very close to one another. And they, um, it's like, you know, it's like that right now... It's like Lois is the mom. Yeah. And these are two brothers who are fighting. Yes, but like I imagine a brother would try to distance himself. It looks like they're standing back to back to figure out who's taller. It's true, but you know, I guess- Which Superman is taller. Right, by by a lot. Um, but so, um, so we don't know what, why he's Superman's enemy, but we will, I guess. Um. Possibly. All right. So then we have on the inside cover, check the kind of body you want. Right in the coupon below. And this None is, of the above. And this is Charles Atlas. So Charles Atlas, once again, uh, the sort of patron saint of making scrawny kids big and butch. And uh, this is before, like, it's still not the one that everybody knows with the cartoon. There's where, a one that everyone knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's the one with. Um, Are you going to look this up and show me now or no? Sure. Uh, I don't know. You like clicked on the Firefox her site, and I was like, okay. Right. Charles Atlas comic book ads. Like the one that everybody knows is is like is it basically a basic on oh, this one. The skinny your ribs are showing. Right. He's like, hey, hey, kid, you're so skinny, man. You're skinny, skinny, skinny. That's not the worst insult. I know. Like, I guess in in 19, at least in my experience, in ni- like in nineteen fifty nine, being called skinny isn't an insult. Not certainly not in this modern age. You know, back then you couldn't be skinny. You had to be like b- big and buff. And uh, so you know, and Charles Atlas can of course help you do that. And it brings us to our first story. Are you okay? I'm not about to fall out of the chair. What are you talking about? Uh, would you? <laughs> Would you like to? Uh, would you like to read this one? No, I want to read the one where Superman and Jimmy are throwing a temper tantrum at each other. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I then then I will go to read this one, and it says, "One day in Metropolis, as a circulation stunt for the Daily Planet, Jimmy Olsen answers mailed-in questions about Superman. Who else but Superman's young pal can satisfy people's curiosity and tell of these super exploits performed by the Man of Steel?" Yet, the cub reporter finds he knows all the answers except one, and that one is the most important of all, involving the the fate of his super pal in The Menace of Superman's Fan Mail. So he is so powerful, Superman, that even his fan mail is dangerous. Um, So, and the other thing I, I find interesting, actually this... Episode this issue yeah is actually fairly informative on a number of things. It is, yeah, and answers like questions I think a lot of people have had. Like, and we'll start with this one. And in the uh, the panel, we see Jimmy hard at work at his typewriter, typing and typing and typing. And there is a thought bubble, and in the thought bubble, we see Superman. And Superman is sitting in a barber chair, and a barber is trying to cut his hair. And the scissors break. 
And the question, and see, so, and then Jimmy thinks, I'll type the answer to the next question. If Superman's invulnerable hair can't be cut, how does he never get a haircut? How does he ever get a haircut? And the answer is, Superman never needs a haircut. Neither his hair nor his fingernails can grow in Earth's atmosphere. Okay. I mean... Does that mean they could never grow? If he goes to a different planet, that means probably when, grow again. When he was a child, when he was Super Baby, yeah. So he, but he grew hair when he was Super Baby. Yes. And he grew obviously. He grew fingernails when he was Super Baby, but I don't know. I don't know either. But that, that's, I can't. But in this particular moment, at this particular time, that is the answer that they had at the time in the Silver Age. One that he. Um, that basically that his hair doesn't grow in Earth's atmosphere or basically he should have seen what he should say is that it grows slowly or grows. It only grows to a certain length. Right. Or grows to a certain length. You could say it no longer grows. And then he should then end it with shut up. No. <laughs> Don't be a dupe. Don't be a boof. All right. So <laughs> Don't be a boof. That's right. Don't be a boof. Okay, so then we see that, um, yes, th this is something. This is a uh, a gimmick that they've figured out. And Perry White is like, all right, so with e if you ha if you want to, if you subscribe to the paper, you can ask Superman a question and we will give it to either our resident expert, Jimmy Olsen, or Superman himself. Yep. If par chance. Uh, so then he then runs across Clark Kent and he, and Jimmy, you know, stops him and says, can you help me, Clark? You can answer the easy questions and return the tough ones to me. After all, you're not an expert on Superman like I am. And then, of course, um, there's a thought bubble from Clark saying, if Jimmy only knew, well, I'm Superman. There is an easy solution to this problem. What's that? Tell Jimmy. Well, yeah, but he doesn't want to. Why not? Well... It's always the problem with people who are superheroes. But the reason why they have the reason why they have secret identities is because if they didn't have secret identities, then villains can figure out you know who they love or who they like or what they what they're into and then leverage that against him. So he is actually doing it to protect everybody around him. Yeah, but it seems to be causing him a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But like that's you know, with great power comes great responsibility. I believe Spider-Man taught us that. Superman also taught us that as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe Batman, too. I don't know. No, no, Batman just taught us to throw batarangs. Oh. What? Batman taught us to not use guns. Right. You know, there are actually, there there are a number of, uh, I've seen a number of comics. There's actually one in, like, World War II where him and Rob, I think it's him and Robin, are, like, using a machine gun to mow down Nazis. Yeah, but that's World War II. <laughs> Modern day Batman does not use guns, okay, to my so, knowledge. So then he, he answers some of the questions that people have. And, you know, I'm sure that it's something that, like, the audience asks as well. Like, you know, basically, it's like, somebody writes, Dear Jimmy Olsen, as a deep sea diver, I've been under sea for hours at a time. Just how long can Superman stay underwater? Signed, James Hardy. So Jimmy answers, and he says, you know, he doesn't, he can survive indefinitely without air to breathe. Uh, once, as a charity stunt, Superman submerged himself in a tank, and for a week, he didn't come up once. Which, of course, begs the question, what happened, and how many people died as a result of him doing this stunt? 
Like how many? I should hope not that many. How many train crashes did he not save? How many downed airplanes did he not save? He just sent the rest of the Justice League to help. Maybe uh, this is pre-Justice League. He just sent Batman. I don't know. Well, he can't get around like Batman can. Next week, so he's like the next letter asks, "What is the longest distance Superman ever bored his way underground?" And apparently. All the way through. All the way through, which uh, would be... Impossible. Well, aside from impossible, you know, it's a heat Superman, it's impossible. It's certainly possible. But the amount of heat that would be generated... By him... That... By him generating, yeah, like having, would be unbelievable. And, let's see, someone wrote, is Superman invulnerable to any destroying forces? And he's just like, yes, everything except kryptonite. Everyone already knows that. You would think. And then they ask also about, uh, what is it, how, uh, blah, 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 bring Superman. So he, so basically he also brings Superman the file for Superman's questions. And you also find out that, uh, the, 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 his, the, I guess the biggest use of his super voice and he does a, he does a super shout and, uh, can reduce glaciers to dust. And stop avalanches and things. So then uh, Superman is just going and going and starting. Now there's like a thing where he is in a, like basically he's in like a glass bubble and everybody's watching Superman answer all these questions. Yep. The hardest ones were sent to Superman. Right. Or like the ones from high profile people. And then uh, there, but you know, unbeknownst to them, there's a guy named Lab Logan. I think we've heard him before. A fugitive from the law. I Yeah, I think we have. And because like he's like, you know, basically... He had to skip the country and live in a foreign land. Which which one? I don't know, but it's a place where you can get a mustache, and it's fine. Because um. look at him. Now he looks totally different. He has a mustache. So he then develops this plan where um, the plan is that... Oh, well, we'll we'll talk about the plan in a minute. So, uh, so Labs Logan decides that he's going to send three envelopes, and each one of these envelopes, after he finishes the third envelope, Superman will... Die. Will die. And of course, we're all like, well, how does that happen? So he sends him the first one, and it's like, what is the hottest temperature uh, Superman's ever endured? And it's apparently he dove into a nova, which is a thousand times hotter than the sun. So all of them. Right. And then uh, next, so there's a, uh, that day, there's a, a problem, and apparently there is a plane crashing, and the plane's radio is is out of is out of line so okay. he then tries to get but he can't because his super speed's not good but he writes in he manages to write in the rock of one of his famous uh, mountain signs yep. he does this a lot actually he writes into the mountains of like one thing or another and this one he says warning bad storm ahead and then so uh he finds out that he's and then the, the new, uh, Labs Logan hears a news report that uh, that 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 Superman's getting weaker. And it's like ha ha ha. Right. He's like, ah, my plan is working. Ah. ha ha. And so somebody asks Ben. The the second letter comes in, and he says, uh, basically, what's Superman's real name? And he says it's it's Kal-El because that's that's his real that name. That is that's his, his real name. That's his birth name. Yep. You know, born on the crab on the planet Krypton, and not Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper. And Labs Logan sees him licking uh, another envelope, and you find out that what has happened is that Labs Logan has secured some kryptonite, but just a bit, powdered it, and put it in the glue on the envelopes, so that whenever Superman licks 
the uh, the envelope. The envelope. He's eating kryptonite. Right, and the other thing is he uses green envelopes to disguise the green glow. Right. Although I think that okay, maybe it disguises the green. It but would not disguise, disguise the, the glow. glow. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to do that. I wouldn't think so. So, uh, so, but then, so then the next day he goes and he tries to rescue a ship and he was having, he had trouble yet again. Um, but this time he also managed to fix it because instead of just like using his strength, he used his super breath. And, um, so like Jimmy is like carrying Superman back and Lad Logan is just like, I'm going to give him the fatal dose. <laughs> And that he, was strange. And he he delivers he delivers the envelope to Jimmy, and Jimmy's like, uh, "I'm the quota's already filled, dude. Sorry." Right? He's like, "Superman has to answer this," and then he's like, "No, it's it's over. I can't." And he's like, "Yes, you will." And he takes out a gun, and uh, he then you know he's like, "All right, well, should, should we just put Jimmy in bulletproof armor all the friggin' time?" Yes, but no. <laughs> Although it is covered in the next. In the next story, yeah. they, they do something anyway. So, um, so then he goes, Hey, they're like, Hey, you're the one who, who, who weakens Superman. He's like, Yeah, now he has to do this and you have to give it to him or else. <laughs> um, um, dad, yes, <laughs> what F- figure out a different villain laugh? No, <laughs> yes, that's my villain laugh. <laughs> no, no, um, so. Or, or I will take over the evil villain laughs from now on. So Superman then licks the envelope and then goes, oh, and slumps on his desk. And uh, Jimmy goes, Superman slumped on his desk. And then he goes, wake up, wake up, wake up. And Loeb's is like, ah, ha, 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 ha. no more of that. And uh, so he pulls out a gun and then Superman pops up and... Is bulletproof. Is bulletproof. He crushes his. Uh, he crushes his gun, and the, you know, Labs is of course like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I figured out your plan, you schmo." Schmo. What do you think? Who do you think you're dealing with? I'm Superman. I'm super smart. Um. I have super ventriloquism. Have you not been paying attention to all of the questions I've been answering? What makes you think that you are going to be the guy who kills me? Dope. That is paraphrasing, listeners. And then somebody wrote if uh, he's ever been outwitted. And then... Um, Jimmy's like, I'll take this one. Right. He's like, I'll take this. And then, of course, the guy goes, uh, no way, Jose. Are, are you okay? Sounds like you're sniffing a lot. I think I have allergies. Okay. All right. So then we have uh, our Tootsie Roll. So we seem to have a name for one of, for, for one of the Tootsie Roll bears. It's a brave mountain climber named Will. Said climbing is always a thrill. On the way to my goal, I eat Tootsie Rolls. Makes the mountain seems just like a hill. So the bear is named Will. Yeah. Which is an incredibly dull name. And really, really, you went through all of this contest and you came up with Will? Really? (laughs) And there was only one guy who came up with Will? Yep. Really? Yep. So then... These are 1950s people. They don't have really an imagination for this. We have everybody's favorite... High schooler? High schooler. Varsity Vic. And uh, he sees a girl driving a convertible. And Varsity Vic says, hey, there's that new girl at school. I hear she's very popular, always has dates. Some girls have lived here for years and don't go out on dates as often as she does. 
Amazing how fast everyone got to know her. And the reason why is because she wears clothes that have her name and number on them. <sighs> I have uh, a, a question. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> why? I the, there, why? There are implications going on here that that sort of transcend Let's just say that I think they think that Joan, we call her Joan because it's written on her clothes, uh-huh. um, that uh, Joan is free with her sexuality. I think that's the implication because generally when you have phone numbers like displayed out like that, like there was a thing. I don't know if it's probably not a thing anymore, mm-hmm. but it was a thing once that like ri- written on bathroom walls across the um the country that was uh, a guy writing hey for a good time call and then they would put a woman's usually an ex's <sighs> name and number on the wall as a piece of revenge and then of course pervy guys would um would then call and be like <laughs> you need to stop with that laugh i don't know if i do you I think you I, you really i think i like really it. do i think i've fallen and into it and no i kind of like it no I'm the father. I am I the one say, who has to put up with the father. I am the one who goes. All right. So um so that's as Joan. Joan, she likes she puts herself out there. That's what Joan's all about. Joan just puts herself out there. She goes on dates all the time. She gets around that Joan. Joan's not a name that people use a lot in these modern times. Do, no. you, do you have any friends named Joan? No. I know a Joanne, but I don't know no, Joan. Joan. I don't know, Joan. Yeah, nobody's, like, uh, names that really aren't used anymore. Joan, Tina. Anne. Anne, Donna, Gordon. So we're going into guys' names well, now? Well, sure. Okay. Those are those are all, guys have names too. I know. All right, so um, so that's, that's that. So now we go into our uh, another ad, and it's, of course, Seeds. Seeds. Get all these fun prizes for selling American seeds. And uh, Bill McCann says, look what I've got for you. He's like, just go and you sell these seeds and you can get a live parakeet or a, a star flash outfit. A girl's travel case. A complete archery set. Oh, a big so three hunting high. set. Three speed phonograph. Wyatt Earp holster set. A badminton outfit. What's a Wyatt Earp? Uh, Wyatt Earp is a, uh, he was a Western character. I believe okay. he fought in the uh, OK Corral. Okay. And um, if he didn't, you you all know what to do out there. Yep. Calligraphy. We're adding calligraphy now. Well. I think we've made it hard enough as it is. Illuminated parchment basically does mean calligraphy. I know. So don't so, add calligraphy on. The calligraphy is implied. And heraldically correct. Although really, heraldry really doesn't enter into it too much. Maybe it does. Anyway, so next we have, the art. we get to our next story. Do you want me to read this one too? Yeah. I said I wanted to read the one where they were pouting at each other. Okay. One day in Metropolis, an invention of Superman's bestows superpowers on young Jimmy Olsen's super strength, flying, x-ray vision, and the rest. The cub reporter gains them all. But when Super Jimmy sallies forth eagerly to perform some super deeds, the results are quite unexpected, amazing, and amusing. Is the adventure of the red-headed lad when he becomes... The Robot Jimmy Olsen. Sally is another name you don't hear a lot anymore. That's true. Sally is, a, is another one. So then we have, uh, so there's a, 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 what seems to be, although it's not, a woman falling from the, uh, the, the, the height of a 
building. Superman's flying. He's like, Jimmy, you're not saving a life. That's only a dummy you're catching. And then Jimmy, who is in this crazy, super, like, armor outfit, almost as though he was trained to crush someone's camera, <laughs> he just goes like, eh, jeepers, I'm the dummy so far. I'm only wasting the superpowers which the robot suit gave me. So, um, basically, what you find out is that Superman has constructed a super suit for Jimmy Olsen that he is going to give him on his 21st 21st birthday. birthday. So, we know that he's not yet 21. Right. However, he is getting there. Right. He's going to be 21 someday. And I, I don't, they don't even say that it's his next birthday. Yeah, no, they're just like, this is for your 21st birthday, but that's not right now, so don't worry about right. it. Right, we're just trying this out, we're trying this out on you, uh, we are going to uh, fit you with this. So, okay, so things that we know about Jimmy Olsen that we didn't know before. He is not going to grow between now and his 21st birthday. I guess, yes, that's one. So it should be close. Um, let's see, uh, he's an orphan. Yes. He lives alone. Yes. Apparently makes enough money to afford his own apartment. Yes. One that is large enough to house... His collection. Right. An entire museum full of Superman paraphernalia. Yeah. And he's under 21. Yeah. But that's it. He can also fly a helicopter. Well, yeah. That's... Yes. He did get a helicopter. Um, Okay. So so basically he gets these... And he's like, so now you have powers. And he's like, hey, yeah, woo! And he's like, instead of, he's like, I should go now. Why can't I do it now instead of waiting until I'm 21? And Superman's like, you're, you're a child. You realize that, right? And he's like, no fair. Right. You told me I was going to be able to use this, further proving that he is a child. And uh, Superman's like, okay, well, he's like, I'll let you fly to the office with me, but there I'll have to take it off. And then we're going to put it away in the Fortress of Stolitude. So they fly him to the office, and he has a really good time flying. But when he gets to the office, you find out that, uh, of course, it's stuck. He can't get it off Jimmy. And, uh, you know, Superman... Is about to help. But, like, Superman is, of course, the strongest person ever who can move the sun, but apparently can't... No, that's not what happened. What happened take... was he was about to try to help, but there was an emergency somewhere else. And so he couldn't take the half a second to help him pop the helmet off. He of had to not. rush there out. There was an emergency. Right. So um, he runs out, saying, of course, it's a job for Superman. But he's like, you stay in this suit until I return and don't get into any shenan- shenanigans. So uh, the Jimmy then is like, all right, well, okay. He's like, wow, I wish Superman wouldn't treat me like a kid. So then he flicks one of the buttons, and one of the buttons is his telescopic vision and he sees out in the uh that that there's uh what is there there's he sees some some stuff going on that he has to that he feels like he has to rescue himself and the first thing he does is he tunnels into the ground he comes up as super mole and Mm -hmm. uh there's a he sees that there is it's not a big problem it's just that uh there is a dog who has tin cans tied to his tail is that a thing that people did apparently it is It's Sad. really, it's really cruel. It's a horrible thing that people don't, hopefully people don't do anymore. Why would and anyone even think to do that too? Like because children are super cruel. Yeah, but I would never, I, buddy. They're super cruel, buddy. So, so basically, Dogs are good. So Jimmy's like, all right, well, I guess while I'm here, I'll just use my supervision to like blow up, bust up this, bust up the cans. So he um. 
He shoots the can, and somebody's like, hey, wow, I can catch King. Thank you. And then Jimmy says, bah. I don't know why Jimmy's, like, suddenly Jimmy's the kind of person who says bah. He's not somebody who says. He's the worst kind of villain. He doesn't say bah. Like, you know, that's like Thanos says bah. Speaking of Thanos, we have to see the movie. Yes. Yes, just to let everybody know out there, and I don't yeah, I don't think that you have to know, but I figured you'd let you know. Uh, we haven't seen Infinity War. We're going to. Yes. It is the... Uh, I will drag these humans with me if I have to, or I can go alone. It is the... It's a mad, 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 mad world of superhero movies. So, you know, so basically he's like, all right, well, you know, I'm fine. I did this. I'm. This is nothing. So he says, bah, and he flies off. And uh, Jimmy comes back, and uh, he's and, and, and they Lewis have a, and Perry are about to congratulate him. Right? They when... give him this super. They give him this super wreath, like like basically like he's some kind of horse that has won a big race. Yep. And he's like, well, I guess that uh, you know, he's like, well, uh, hold on. And so he tells the story, and uh, Perry's like, I can see the headline now: Super Jimmy's champion of the underdog. Ha ha. So he then looks out again with his vision, and he sees a woman falling, and then flies out through an old condemned building and grabs the woman, but it turns out that the woman is... A dummy. A dummy, and not really... A person. Right. And they're like, hey, we're trying out this new invention, a mechanical net that shoots out to catch people. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. You ruined it, you dummy. And then he says... I pulled another... No, you're not saying it. I am? No. I pulled another super boner. That word meant mistake in the 1950s. Yes. Just for context. Sure. But that goes out on the t-shirt. No. I pulled another super boner. Uh, So then he then looks at his telescopic vision, (sighs) and he sees that there are two trains about to crash, and he goes and... Saves them. But turns out that the kids... <laughs> They're adorable little toy train. Right. And are like, blah, no, blah. And uh, Jimmy really needs to learn how to be a better sport. Right. He, and, but also he finds out that like, you know... Telescopic makes everything seem bigger than it actually is. Right. Which, you know, telescope. So it makes sense. But And, and then uh, he comes back and he tells... um. And so somebody goes, hey, you know, uh, we don't don't know how much you appreciate what you've done. Hey. And uh, Superman's. And so he's like, yeah, I know. But like, but like, I'm super Jimmy. Come on. And then, of course. uh, Superman comes back. No, no. But Perry White, of course, is not finished giving him the business. He's like, what super feats are you going to do next? Smash icebergs as big as ice cubes? How about a tug of war exhibition with a mouse? And Jimmy feels as though... Perry White really needs to learn how to be a supportive person. (laughs) It's Like, you don't even have to give them compliments all the time. Just don't harass them every time they make a mistake. So, what you find out, Superman returns, and he's like, hey, you're a big hero. And Jimmy's like, no, I'm not. Come on. He's like, come on, I'll show you. And you find out that, that the dog was part of a movie. King, who we've seen in earlier... Um, issues. And, um, that he, he was shooting a movie about, like, things that you shouldn't do to dogs. Yes, you should not tie cans onto the end of a dog's tail. Right. That you shouldn't tie cans onto the end of a dog's tail. But I feel like that should go without saying. Yeah, it's true. You would figure. But, um, you don't. But, so, like, he's like, so, 
And then he had gotten away, and nobody could catch him, but Jimmy was able to save yep. King. And then you find out that the dummy that he caught actually had... Explosives in it. Right. From some crazy and human he would have He would have blown up that new device. And then finally, the kid has, had accidentally... Switched um, out his toy trains for his father's atomic, um, atomic-powered train prototype. prototype. And so Jimmy's like, does... So that means I'm actually a hero. And Superman was like, yes. And so he's like, does that mean I get this suit early? And Superman's like, no, you idiot. You're being a poor sport about everything. Right. He's like, you aren't ready for this. You're he's still like, a little baby. I'm going to get this back on your birthday. And so he goes, so this is 1959, 60, 365. So 1959, 60, 61. So that means. So Jimmy. So 21. Is 20, 19. 19. Jimmy's 19. So Jimmy. He should not be living on his own with a full apartment and a helicopter license at 19. He's barely graduated high school. I don't Did he even go to high school? So we find out, I guess, basically that Jimmy is 19. Uh, So too too young to be doing whatever he's doing. You would figure. And so then that's the end of the story. Did Jimmy also go to high school? I don't know. But did he? I don't know. But he made those friends, the friends who wanted to go out into the desert and find uranium. So maybe he did go to high school. Did he drop out of high school? No idea. We don't know. <sighs> did he graduate? I have so many questions. Yeah. Every time one question gets answered, it's like, all right, well, now what about this, this, and this? Right. So um, uh, so then we have a second Tootsie Roll ad. With this change to the name of the bear. There was a magician named Dunn. So I think they're trying out different names. I think they are. A magician named Dunn whose magic brought everyone fun. While his audience sat, he pulled out, he pulled from his hat a Tootsie Roll Pop for each one. I mean, I'd be pretty happy if a magician gave me a Tootsie Roll Pop. Yeah, that's true. I'd like a kid's birthday party. All right, so then we have uh, the letters to the editor. And this actually has a lot of very interesting letters in it. Mm. Because there are, so people are starting to point out. The fact that it's not science? No, just also the fact that, like, there are problems with some of the stories. Although this one is my favorite. Dear Editor, if Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen are such crack reporters, why can't they tell that Superman, that Clark Kent is Superman? That is literally what we have been, what everyone has been asking the entire time. When he takes his glasses off of the Daily Planet offices. Literally. And so what the editor says is... Is what? I want to hear this. We'd venture to say that Lois and Jimmy are I want to hear what bullcrap excuse they come up with. We'd venture to say that Jimmy and Lois aren't as observant as you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. please don't breathe a word about your suspicions to a soul, or you'll put us out of business. Okay, so, 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 what they are saying is that two professional reporters whose job is to seek out the truth cannot recognize the face of A, the person that Lois is in love with, and B, the person that Jimmy is best friends with, you would have to be literally blind. Well, maybe. Are they blind? No, here's the thing. Maybe they have that face blindness. I highly doubt they have face blindness. Maybe they do. If they're able to recognize Jimmy under his absurd disguises, they don't have face blindness. I don't. Probably not. But so, and then they have, um, then somebody asks about. That's like less observant than Harry Potter. Then they ask, uh, somebody asks if Jimmy has uh, a sweetie and they're like, hey, keep reading. I mean, 
They've given him like two two girlfriends at this point. Uh, no, not really. They give him a fiance. Lois Lane. Fiance. The girl that he treated terribly. Oh, right, right. The super smart one. Right. Uh, yes, that one. But that wasn't really a relationship. That just sort of fell apart in front of that, in front of their very eyes. And basically, uh, there's a bunch of other ones where people are pointing out problems with. Watch them discontinue it the second people gar- start getting smart about right. it. And basically, what the editor says almost in every t- in everything is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, but if you read the, the the answers, there's you know somebody's like uh, in the story, the legends that came to life. You depict Superman lifting the sun, inasmuch as the sun is a full of minor of uh, molten gases. Basically, they're like you can't lift the like, sun. Why would that? Like why? Why? And uh, the the Ed says, "Hey, hey, you belong on the quiz show, kid. Uh, we're stumped." So, um, or 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 this should really be the question: Why why was Superman in a deck of fictional characters that had been given to him? That is before? certainly the question. You know, and so there are other things that are just like, "This is dumb. Why is this happening?" And they just go, eh, "What are you gonna do?" Uh, <laughs> This is entertaining now. Uh, and so then we have 100. We have moved out of the army into the uh, the World War II army and now 150 mm. Civil War soldiers. So they're going back in time. Right. Well, now, remember, there were also pirates. What what side are these soldiers on, might I uh, inquire? They are wearing blue. Co- they're wearing blue outfits. So I am guessing they are Union soldiers. Okay. Yeah, they are Union soldiers. Um, so, so that is, that is that. And then we have, uh, things, once again, you have to sell, you have to, uh, sell the salve now in tube form and you get a free magnifier or any. Yeah, but it isn't. We've gotten it in can form. Any of the hosts of other things that you can usually get everywhere else. Such as a phonograph. Right. Deep fat fryer. They don't have a deep fat fryer anywhere else. The deep fat fryer is unique to the Cloverine salve. Uh, baby dolls. Bikes, cameras, and the like. Travel chest. So that then brings us to the last story. And so, as as stated previously, Ella Plum wants to to read the introduction. So Jimmy's throwing a fit. As we, I'm gonna scoot up. So don't. So then, hug me about moving the microphone thing, please. So then, uh, coming up right now, she is uh, readying the microphone. She is moving herself into place, making... It doesn't want to scoot. This is carpet. Making all kinds of uh, noises, sticking her tongue out at me as she prepares for this little bit where she announces and she reads the beginning. You and your insistence on this. On what? You what? I don't know what you're talking you about. know exactly what. Oh. I heard you um, admitting it to um, one of your friends on the phone. Like, yeah, I do this crazy, absurd lead up for Ella every single time so that she can't. I was talking about something else. <laughs> There's no other time this happens. I was talking about something else. How, how many other teenage girls do you know named Ella? Wait, don't answer that. Uh, there are other Ellas in the world. You aren't the only Ella. Oh, I am fully aware. There were three Ellas in my English class exactly. last year. So, so I don't That's know why. That's why I said don't answer that. I don't know why you think that you're all special. But now you're getting now ready. Now I'm going to read. Now you're getting ready to read. She's up in front of the microphone. She's getting ready 
She's interpreting. Some words always seem to go together, like salt and pepper, ham and egg, or hold it, sun hold and it, hold it. Can you take that again? Do a little, la- little less loud this time. Okay. She prepares herself yet again. Take two. Some words always seem to go together, like salt, <laughs> salt and pepper. See now you're breaking up. So ham now you're, you're you're laughing. So go ahead. You have to try again. You're mean. Now. Oh God. Coming up to the... Can you turn down my levels just a bit? Can you turn your head away from the microphone? No. So as you're not pegging? So there's no clipping going on? God. That's why I pushed it away from me and you pushed it back at me. All right. Well, now, coming up to the microphone. You can hear me. You don't need to go that close. Yet again. You really don't. For a third time. She's everybody's favorite interpreter of Silver Age comics. Some words always seem to go together, like salt and pepper, ham and eggs, or sun and moon. And certain names are also linked together quite naturally, like Jimmy Olsen and Superman. And whose close friendship has been famous for years in Metropolis. But one day, the Incredible happens and split and splits apart the Man of Steel and his boy pal. You will hardly believe the change that comes over Jimmy Olsen when he becomes Superman's enemy. So yes, and we so we have um in in the first panel, Jimmy is leaning out the window, holding what seems to be a a hunk of super, uh, kryptonite. The and he's size like, of a bowling Stop, ball. Superman. I don't want your junky souvenirs. Don't come near me or else. And then Superman, who has collected up a number of these things, says, Great gum. Great guns. Jimmy's driving me away with a chunk of kryptonite. It's the end of our friendship. Choke. Because this is an age where there's a lot of choking, gulping, hewing, sobbing. Yep. They just stick all wheezing. these things in. Right. Wheezing. Wheezing. I've heard. I've seen wheezing. I don't think they have wheezing. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. So uh, it starts out that Superman is bringing Jimmy yet another thing from uh, from space. And it's a giant gemstone. And right. Jimmy's like, thanks, I'll put it on this shelf. And apparently this gemstone um, alters the minds of human beings to reverse their emotions towards a certain person. So then Jimmy winds up hating Superman. And uh, so then he's decided that he's going to write something. He writes something called Crook Loot Located by Snooperman. And Perry White is like, this is the most offensive thing I have ever read, Jimmy. Right. And he's and just Jimmy's like, like, I hate Superman. And then he decides, the Superman shows up and uh, Jimmy shouts, hey, Superman, I made a little sign for you. And it says the man of, and he crosses out steel and puts in tin. And, uh, but apparently it's April 1st. I mean, points for originality. It's April 1st. So he's like, ah, it's just a joke. I'll just go out. And then, of course, Jimmy is astounded. And, uh, and later when the psychic waves from the gemstone wear off, he's like, wait, what did I do? Right. And then he's like, oh, it's April Fool's. It's fine. He'll, he'll forget about it. Right. However, the gemstone won't let him forget about it. So the next day, he's like, apologize. Bah! Another instance of him saying bah. I think he says bah when he gets mad. I'll show how much I hate Superman by getting rid of this loving cup he gave me and made it the steel and gold. So he then has it, he has it melt it down and then he goes and... No, he tricks Superman into, into melting, melting it, it down, down for him. And then he, uh, he's like... 
Yeah. And Superman's like, but but our friendship. And he's like, but money. Right. And so uh, then on the way home, he's like, he's like, why? What? What? Why did I do this? What? He's like, I'll take this money and give it to Superman's charity. And then when he gets home, he's like, no. So, you know, he's 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 basically like an abusive ex, an abusive spouse or abusive, like significant other where he you know gets into all the he's like then he does horrible things and then comes back and is like i'm sorry baby can't you forgive me except you know he's not actually he never actually apologizes to superman well that's true so superman shows up the next day and jimmy's like oh i want to make up with you i'm gonna give you this this uh this gift and then he opens it up and it's it's kryptonite (laughs) and then jimmy's like no stay away right and lois and perry are like you child have lost your mind and uh so then it's the end of the day and uh, one of the the uh daily planet's cartoonist has written some kind of superman tribute and it says truth beats fiction and there are all these pictures like of him flying and uh bidding and being shot by a cannon and breaking through stuff and jumping over stuff and having a big you know parade for everybody and Jimmy manages to get a hold of it, and because I guess he's an incredibly skilled artist, has him going faster than a turtle, harder than tinfoil, as a... uh, Arrow pierces his gut. Right. Able to jump over anthills in one bound, more powerful than a toy tank, as he goes through a giant piece of Swiss cheese. I feel like, like, none of these statements are false. Well, it's true, but, you know, it's also, it's not... I should hope he's faster than a turtle. And so he then goes, and is the hero of cheering millions in parade, and then shows that uh, there's only one child. One child. So he's then, ah! And then Perry White, who apparently doesn't inspect his uh, stuff before it goes to press. And so Jimmy is still, like, super angry, and then goes to a picture of Superman and draws a a mustache on him. Can we just acknowledge the fact that Jimmy is a five-year-old. He is. Like, he's just like an impetulant child. He just, like... And he then gives him his watch. He gives him his c- c- signal watch. And is just like, you... Like, and then Perry White fires him. And he's like, you're doing me a favor. I'm gonna go... Bleh, I don't have to write this anymore. Bleh. And uh, he then goes out. And then th- there's headline news of the Daily Planet that... That Superman and Jimmy Olsen are on the outs. That makes headline news. You know. Headline news. I mean, after a while, all of those jewel heists must get boring. But also at this point, also, shouldn't, you know, shouldn't they know at this point? That it's going to be fine? No, that if Jimmy is acting weird and out of the ordinary. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Perhaps you should be investigating some other kind of problem. Yeah. So Superman then, uh, then takes... I guess he then goes to his apartment to get the Superman souvenirs right. to save them from Jimmy's wrath. Right. Well, actually, then Jimmy, of course, after he gets fired, he's like, oh, man, what happened? What have I done? I have to leave town. So he leaves town, you know, like the Hulk. Yeah. And they fly over to Jimmy's apartment to see everything's going on. And uh, and so uh, Superman gives him a uh, a cigar and Perry White smacks it out of his hand and says, don't give me a cigar, Superman. I hate cigars. He's like, hey. You you do nothing but smoke cigars. Right, that's all you that's do. That's all you do. Anytime anybody draws you, they draw you with a cigar. <laughs> also paraphrasing. 
so 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 then finally superman is like huh i wonder something's going on so then he then exposes him to the uh gemstone gemstone at work and uh Perry white becomes a supportive and encouraging. right he becomes and gives everybody a raise harry becomes a decent human being and then the gem wars all wears off and he's like wait what just happened me giving away money <gasps> the scandal right so then of course lois decides to take this opportunity so basically you find out that it's the gem and uh superman goes gets jimmy and says look we know what's going on. It's not your fault. We love you. Come on back. And everything's fine. And but then, then Lois. Lois is like, I know what to do. Because, of course, Lois always knows. It's constantly suspicious that Superman is, in fact, Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for the major metropolitan newspaper. She's the only one with a hint of common sense in this matter. Right. But she doesn't know it for sure. Yeah. Like somebody doesn't take two pictures and go like, look. They've literally done that, though. <laughs> So, um, like, they seriously, with the other guy. But she'll go, like, okay, I know what to do. I'll expose him to this. And if it doesn't work, then I know that he is, in fact, Superman. But it does work. It but does it doesn't work. work because Superman overheard her earlier. It's because Clark Kent, mild manner reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper, disguised, is actually really Superman. Superman hears with his super hearing. Yep. And, you know, knows what to do. And then the next day, But of after course, all this, they destroy the gem because that could be dangerous. Right. And the Daily Planet, the next day, headline news. Superman Jimmy and, and Superman Jimmy. friends again. I mean, I find that kind of adorable that that's what makes breaking news and then underneath, there. And then underneath, it's like Lex Luthor destroys France. <laughs> Jimmy and Superman are back together. In other news. Right. In other news. In other news, there's a war being fought. Right. Dark side, like, you know, dark side has sunk Japan. In other news, the planet devourer is coming and we are right. all going to die. That's but you know That's Marvel. That's not that's not DC. Dang it, I keep on mixing it up. Okay, so It wasn't Thanos, it was the other dude. Who's the other dude with the silver surfer? Galactus. Galactus. Dang it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. I'm no, I mixed it up. I'm sorry. And you everybody? I'm sorry. Give her a break. I'm sorry. Alright, so then we have uh, a prize winning skater named Grace was asked how she kept up her pace. It was easy, she said. I just use my head and eat Tootsie Roll Fudge when I race. And we see Tootsie Roll Fudge, and now there's a lady named Grace. But it's the bear. Right. With a wig. So then uh, we're, we're in the, the home stretch where we have color favorite, color photos of your favorite stars. And, you know, it has like the list of... Uh, of people. Whose, uh, you know, whose uh, thing you can get. And I think this also gives away like their, their um, this also gives away their uh, birthdays. And then here's a new one. Yeah, you're introducing this one. <laughs> for for a mere dollar, you can buy from the Jossily Company an exact replica of a hand grenade. Please tell me it doesn't explode. <laughs> it doesn't explode. But still, a hand grenade. Mm. Now, like, the insane, like, you could basically, it's like, it's an exact replica of an army grenade as used in hand combat. As used in combat. So, like, it looks just like a grenade. So, basically, a kid could take this and just, like, throw it anywhere, and everybody would think it was a grenade, and run. So then he could, like, I don't know, 
This is what those elementary school bullies would use. And this is, you know, this is why now, uh, after the police have shot a few people throwing those grenades, that's what happens all the time. That's why now, whenever you see weapons in... They're bright pink or blue or some color, the actual weapons are not. Exactly. Or they're not even shaped like guns anymore, for the most part. Yeah, Nerf guns are like whimsical. And then we have Steven's credit sales, patriotic and religious fa- uh, religious mottos. Yay! But... And the background's changed again, but still no patriotic mottos. We'll let you know when that changes. And then? Like there will be like a party. Stamps! Stamps with and, an album. And this one, you get the Zenith Midget Encyclopedia of Stamp Collecting. Uh, they prefer the term little people. And you get an illustrated album from the Zenith Company. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Junior Sales Club of America. I think this is a greeting cards one. And uh, same stuff. So uh, that ends uh, issue number 35 of Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Yep. Featuring Superman's enemy. Uh, So I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you. Do you have anything that you want to add? Support your local roller derby. Anything else? Support your local comic book store. Sure, why not? Yeah, support your local comic book store. And I guess that's it. You know, if you want to help the show... Um, you know where to find us. You know what to do, and if you don't, let me know. Yep. Uh, you can follow us at Other Pals Pod at all, with all the things. Yes, with all the things. Except Snapchat. We don't do the Snapchat. Chat, Snap, no. Or, you know, we don't have a Pinterest board. Although, maybe we should. No. Maybe we should do a Jimmy Olsen Pinterest board. That might be fun. God. You're a Pinterest person. I barely understand how Pinterest works. I think maybe it would. I think that might be good. All right. So um, thank you once again, Spin Doctors, for not suing us. <laughs> um, and I guess until next week, uh, this is Gary Rowland. This is Ella Plum Rowland. And we say Superman away. Away. Yay.